You are now listening to the Doula Road Trip Podcast. My name is Jarielle and I am a certified doula. After a quick and unsuccessful start in the birth industry over six years ago, I am returning in order to turn my passion into my career. In this show, I am going to share with you my journey and my hopes is that we together can start up and stay up doing the work that we absolutely love. This podcast will be a resource, it will be a tool, and it will also be a point of reference for you as you start your journey into birth work. I want to share everything that I wish I knew before I started and answer some frequently asked questions that constantly pop up in birth work even now six years later. I would love for you to be able to find inspiration, to find community, and to also be encouraged that the work that you love can absolutely be the work that you do for the rest of your life if you want. So let's go ahead and get into the show. everybody welcome to another episode of the doula road trip podcast and i'm so excited today because today we are going to dive into anxiety and mental health and how we can really like conquer that and be well that way we can show up more for ourselves and in our business and how those things intertwine maybe you're not even sure like how they intertwine so we're going to get into that too we have an amazing guest today her name is shannon i'm going to allow her to introduce herself tell us a little bit about her what she does and then we'll dive right into the topic so welcome and thank you so much for being a part of the show thank you so so much for having me it's an honor to be here and i'm so excited to get into today's discussion and hopefully help out some of your listeners yeah i'm excited too so shannon and i connected in clubhouse actually if you're not on clubhouse you should be it's a fantastic platform they just let us android users on recently and i've been connecting with a ton of amazing people and so shannon has an awesome mindset coaching program she also has conquered her anxiety naturally so tell us a little bit about what you were doing and like a little bit about your background before you became a mindset coach yeah so this really all just started this past year during the pandemic Mm. prior to 2020 i had never experienced really mental illness um, anxiety attacks i mean i get the occasional anxiety when i go on an airplane or like drank too much the night before but (laughs) (laughs) right but i wasn't dealing with that on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and during the pandemic i newly started experiencing this really, really intense level of anxiety that led into severe anxiety attacks. Mm. So I would start just like violently shaking or sometimes I would get sick and throw up and just feeling super on edge, heart racing, sweating, a lot of those common symptoms. But I truly didn't know what was happening because I'd never gone through this before. So I wasn't thinking that I needed to get help. And I wasn't validating my feelings because when I would think about this anxiety I was feeling, I was like, well, what's going on? I have a job. I'm, I'm with my boyfriend. My family's healthy. I'm healthy. What is there to be anxious about? And so I didn't allow myself to acknowledge these feelings for a very long time. And then it got to a point where 
if I wasn't having an anxiety attack, I was living in fear of the next time that I would have one. So it just was such an uneasy feeling. I wasn't motivated. I was just going through the motions every day, just in fear, not finding my purpose and asking all of my loved ones to always tell me everything's going to be okay. Just tell me everything's going to be all right. And I was kind of getting sick of myself hearing that. And I wasn't showing up for the people that needed me. So I went and got myself into therapy and started speaking with a therapist to find an all natural solution, which, you know, I'm happy to dive into this was not offered to me by my first therapist. I had to find somebody else that would acknowledge those requests that I had. Um, But I went ahead and got help. And then it made me want to just go on this journey to physically, nutritionally, everything, find the best ways that I could be the healthiest Shan that I can be. And the results have been so powerful that now I'm sharing it with all of my listeners on my show, sharing it through social media, and then coming onto podcasts and talking about it with everybody else. I love what you said about you dismissing the anxiety at first. I know a lot of times in my life, like I'm experiencing something or I'm feeling something and it's uncomfortable, it's painful, but I'm telling myself like, it's not a big deal or I'm making a big deal about it or I'm tough enough to get through this. Like, don't be dramatic. Like those are the sort of thoughts that run through my head and I end up pushing aside my true feelings and what I need in order to not be dramatic or not put other people like out of their comfort in order to take care of me. And so I do feel a lot of pressure to always take care of other people, but never like ask for what I need when I need it. So I love that you brought that up. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times too, we do a comparison, like especially during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. you heard of all these people losing their jobs. You heard of all these people where their loved ones were dying you don't feel like you're worthy of feeling these feelings. You know, like, it's not right. There's people going through worse. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything to feel anxious about. And a lot of times that also plays into why we dismiss those feelings that are coming up. Yeah, 1,000%. It's like the comparison Olympics, right? Like, well, there's Mm -hmm. always somebody doing worse than me. So I'm, I'm doing great and I need to be grateful, right? And I do think that it is toxic, you know, to ignore yourself and what you need because somebody is going through something worse because we're all going through something, right? No matter what level we might put that at. Let's talk a little bit about finding a therapist. So it can be really daunting to try to find somebody to open up to and tell your deepest, darkest secrets, fears, and challenges. So talk a little bit about like, if it was your first time going into therapy, like how did you find a therapist? Was it through like recommendation or did you go online? Did you have to kiss a few frogs before you found the prince? Like how did that go? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love, love talking about this. So I never went to therapy before, and okay. so the thought of going into therapy was like, I almost felt like a failure. Like, I couldn't handle this myself. I couldn't get through the anxiety on my own. Now I have to resort to going into therapy. Like, it just felt like I had failed, and that is so common. It's such a reason why people don't go into therapy. And now it's like, I shout it from the rooftops. I'll tell everybody, yeah, I'm in therapy. I love therapy. I look forward to it. (laughs) I love my therapist. But at first it wasn't that feeling. And, and honestly, what's so sad is like, there's such a mental health crisis right now where Mm -hmm. I was somebody who listen to this, everybody. I was actively trying to go to therapy. I worked with my insurance company to find all the therapists in my network. I did all the work. It took me over two weeks to get a therapist, 
over really? two weeks because there is such a lack of mental health professionals right now. It is so hard to find a therapist. So okay. I would say for anybody out there, I have a couple of different tips. Definitely go to psychology today because they show you all the therapists that are available to you. You can filter it by your needs. If you want a male, a female, a young person, an older person, virtual, in person, whatever, mm-hmm. you could find the best doctor through there. I didn't know that going into this. And I think that's why it took me so long, even when working with my insurance company to find a therapist that I could go to. Yeah. So that would be my definite recommendation for that. Um, and it's okay to shop around when it comes to therapists. Like yes. if the first person doesn't work out like a relationship, like when you're dating, you can say it's not working. I'm going to go play the field a bit more and find somebody new. <laughs> Cause my first therapist was not, I mean, she wasn't bad. Like I learned a lot from her and she was awesome, but it wasn't a good fit. And I had to break up with her and find somebody new. I'm super yes. happy I did. So don't be afraid to go into therapy. And if it doesn't work out, it's so, so okay to find somebody new. Yeah, I found my second therapist from psychology today. And he is absolutely phenomenal. I figured out that therapists actually have different ways of practicing and different lanes that they're in as far as how they support their clients. And so he was like super positive. He has a lot of great energy. And I found myself making so much progress with him. And he practices way different than my original therapist. Absolutely nothing wrong with either one of them. But I do notice like the way in which he practices, the way in which he reinforces like the things that I say, the things about me that are strong qualities. And it was really, really great to hear somebody else say positive things about me and to also like help me see the progress that I was making and how far I came. So Mm -hmm. different therapists do have different styles and you may like one style better than the other. So definitely I highly recommend that too. like shopping around, seeing who you like and then, you know, being noncommittal until you find the right spot. Like they won't call you to ask you where you went. So it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about anxiety itself right so how did you know that it was anxiety like did your was your therapist like the first person to say the word anxiety or did you like self-diagnose and then kind of go into therapy to confirm and then see what you can do in order to feel better yeah so I knew before going into therapy that it was anxiety and the reason that I was able to identify that so easily was because there were things that would trigger this physical reaction so intensely. So, yeah, so it would be something on the news. It would be something on social media. And I'd start freaking out. I need reassurance. I'd feel it physically happening to me where those symptoms of, like, the shaking, the heart racing, and that fear that you you just can't get out of. So I knew it was anxiety because I was able to identify my triggers. Um, And then this little bit of depression that followed after that kind of solidified what was going on with me as well okay so how was that impacting the way that you were showing up like as an entrepreneur if you had started your business at that point and then also in your life every day like as a partner as an employee as a daughter sister like how was that impacting you yeah so at this time I had nothing for myself really like I hadn't started this podcast yet I didn't start my business yet so I was just working my nine to five job and then spending my off hours with my family the entire time you know my boyfriend we lived together we had two cats and then I'd spend time with my parents and some friends um but I have to say like when it came to my 
career, I also was putting myself into this place of burnout. So I also think like there's so many parts to this. And I think a lot of people don't realize that is that it's not like the anxiety comes on out of of nowhere. I mean, sometimes it does, but a lot of times there's these things that lead up to it and ways that you're not supporting yourself. And in my career, I was burning myself out to supplement and, you know, distract from everything that was occurring. And so I couldn't really be, I mean, I was being the best that I could be, but not really. I mean, I was getting very agitated, very aggravated. I was tired. I was exhausted. It just was not a good mental place for me. And as far as like, you know, family and relationships, I mean, thank God for my boyfriend. He is just like the most understanding and supportive person on earth. I don't know if I could have dealt with what he was having to deal with. I mean, every day I'm asking him to tell me everything's going to be okay. Holding me when I'm crying, helping me to get through an anxiety attack. I mean, every single day and not once did he complain, but I knew like I would not want to be dealing with this and I'm not giving him the support that he needs. Like if I want to be good for him and I want to keep this person in my life, I really have to take care of myself. Yeah, I love what you said about just really leaning on your partner and being able to have a support person around you. Because let's be honest, like the pandemic was really isolating. And so being in isolation the way that we were has brought on so many things for so many different people. And we all are dealing with some level of trauma, right, Mm -hmm. with the pandemic and then now trying to conform to the way it used to be before and get back to normal and stop wearing masks and just pretend like nothing ever happened. And I feel like that's also like a trigger, you know what I mean? Like when you're outside and, you know, people are saying hi to you and like they're trying to socialize and you're used to being six feet apart and people not really looking you in the eye or addressing you. So, yeah, like it's definitely good to have support and people who you can be honest with, who you don't have to like put on a front for. And you can just say, listen, I'm really going through this and I need support. Yeah. And it's also too, like a lot of times when we're going through anxiety, it's kind of like how we were saying earlier is you don't validate your feelings. So yeah, I would always start the conversation by being like, look, I know I'm crazy. I know I'm dramatic. So not only was I not validating my feelings, but I was saying to the person, like, I'm not, I'm not good right now. You know what I mean? And so for somebody then to hear that and to still acknowledge you, validate you and be there for you, like that support is, is life changing. And It's important too, because like, I never felt like I couldn't tell him I want to go see a therapist or I want to go into therapy. Like he was so supportive, so supportive in that process. And I do think that it made it so much easier for me to get the help that I needed. Yeah. Did you always want to start a mindset coaching business or was it something that overcoming your anxiety like sprung on you like oh my gosh I definitely want to help other people who may have been in this situation to overcome and be whole as well yeah it was never ever an idea of mine really and actually a podcast never was either what Mm. happened was I went through this journey as I like to call it where once I got the right resources once I got the right tips and tricks I was able to really make a complete shift in my life and no longer have to battle this anxiety anymore. And so once that happened, I wanted to share it with people and podcasting seemed to be the best way to do it. And still at that point, I didn't have the idea of doing mindset coaching. It wasn't until I started connecting with so many of my listeners who were looking for those tips and tricks. They want additional resources, additional accountability that I knew I needed to show up in a new way. And so that's how the coaching came on. 
Love it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about some of your best tips and tricks for people who do really want to overcome anxiety and start to take back control of their life. So I think something we really have to think about, and I don't think a lot of people realize this until they ask themselves this question, is Mm -hmm. how much time are you actually giving to yourself? Me time, self-care. And a lot of people think that like me time and self-care is just like vegging out and watching TV and having a glass of wine or taking a bubble bath. Yes. Those, those are a version of self-care and that is some mm-hmm. me time. But how much mindful work are you doing? Like how much work are you doing to release the negative energy that's literally sitting in your body, illuminating that stress? And how much are you doing to take in positivity? I mean, we really don't do it that often. So my best tips and tricks is that first thing in the morning, before you go to your phone, before you go to your emails, before you go into this crazy workday where you're going to feel stressed, take time for you. I like to do meditation and journaling. Like those are my two favorites. I also do some visualizations and affirmations, but if you're just getting started, meditate and then journal because meditation You're sitting in silence. You're literally releasing this negativity, embracing the positivity, and deciding what you want for that day. You get into this very clear mindset of knowing exactly what it is, what your intentions are. And then when you journal, you put it out onto paper. You're literally taking that and you're putting like an action to your plan for the day. So it's just such a good way to like take care of yourself and really hone in on what's happening subconsciously. What What's sitting there that could be triggering these anxious thoughts that I have? I have a dumb question for you. What do people do during meditation? Because people say during meditation, you're supposed to clear your mind. I literally cannot figure out how people clear their mind. I feel like I have a million, bazillion, bajillion <laughs> things going on in my mind all the time as entrepreneur and as a mom and as a partner and just as a human being in the world like there's always something going through my mind that I don't want to forget or a recipe that I want to remember to cook or something random that somebody said that I thought was funny like how do people really like conquer like getting their mind clear like what's some meditation tricks for beginners with busy minds (laughs) so First of all, this is not a dumb question. This is the best question because this is what everybody struggles with with meditation and I do too. So a lot of people think that meditation is like you have to sit by yourself and you have to get yourself there. I cannot do that. I can't. I use a meditation app where I literally have my headphones in and somebody's guiding me through a practice with visualizations questions. They're telling me when to breathe, when to hold my breath, when to breathe out. So they're helping me to, to focus in the other, the other very important thing when it comes to meditation is thoughts are going to come in your head. Like you're, you're tapping into your zone of genius. So when those thoughts flutter your grocery list or that funny YouTube video you saw come in, that's so normal. What, what the key is, is to not beat yourself up and go, Oh, I'm not in it. I'm not focusing. Gosh, I, I have to get that out and I have to focus. It's accepting it, accepting that the thought came in, keep breathing, it's going to float away and just just stay in it. But a lot of people struggle with that where they think, oh my gosh, thoughts are coming in. I'm not doing this right. This isn't what this is supposed to be. 100%. (laughs) So what's your favorite um, meditation app that kind of like is guiding you through like the breathing and sort of like clearing your mind throughout the time that you're meditating? 
Yeah, so I can send it to you if you want, and you could, you know, share it with everybody. Yeah, but it's literally it. just called a meditation app. It has a lotus flower and a girl who's doing yoga on it. And they okay. have all different types of meditation. So the first one is just your introduction to meditation. But the one that I'm on now is a happiness series. There's another one for to focus series, another one for um, sleep. So there's all different levels that you can turn to depending on like where you're at in the day and what it is that you want to be focusing on during that meditation. Love that. You mentioned journaling. Do you think that people should just be writing like how they feel and what's coming to their mind? Do you think that like there are journal prompts that kind of guide you and kind of unlock something deeper that maybe you can write about that you wouldn't have otherwise thought yourself? Or like, what do you think about journal prompts? Yeah, so I mean, this is what I do. And I find this to be the most beneficial way for me to get everything out is I start the first part of my journal entry, like a diary entry, like here's how I'm feeling this morning. Here's what's on my mind of what I have today. Here's what I've been thinking about. Here's something that I know that's making me a little anxious. Here's what I'm stressed about. Then I ask myself some sort of journal prompt because I have a bunch that I'll use. One that I've been using a lot lately is who do I need to be today? Like, who do I need to show up as? And then it prompts the question of what do I have to do to show up as that person? Like, do I want to be the person that is able to give all of my attention to my boyfriend tonight and not work and just have a date night? Then what do I have to do today to, to support that? So that's what I do is I ask myself different questions or what was something that I didn't know yesterday that I know today? And it's a reflection and it's something you give appreciation for. So I think journal prompts are really important because if you want to get into the meat of journaling, it's going to help. And then I always, always finish off journaling with five things I'm grateful for. Finish it on a positive note, something where it recenters me and helps me practice gratitude first thing in the morning. Love that. Okay. So then other than meditation and journaling, what are some of the other tips that you have as far as like getting through anxiety and depression? So... This is going to be a two-part answer. The first part is going to be like natural approaches you can do, but then also the second part could be um, the natural supplements that I recommend that I think are very helpful. So a natural approach throughout the day, I would say, is you know when an anxiety attack comes on for me, something I have to do is I have to step away from the screen. If I'm at my Mm. computer, if I have my phone, I have to have to get away from it. And what I typically do, and this is something that just helps you to recenter and to really hone in with where you are and feel present because anxiety is triggered from anxious thoughts from the past or the future. Rarely is it about what's happening right now. So when you recenter yourself, it really helps you to get through that anxiety attack. So a lot of times I'll take like five deep breaths and say a mantra to myself and then acknowledge five things that I can touch around me, five things that are here now in my control that I have access to. And that helps me just to recenter in that moment. So I find that to be helpful. And sometimes even just getting outside and going for a walk, being with nature, getting fresh air, getting vitamin D. If you can, if it's not a rainy day, then yes, get outside. Um, So that's my natural approach. I would say do the five deep breaths. Give yourself a mantra is something I say is everything's going to be okay. I'm here. I'm present. Everything is fine. And then I touch five things around me that are in my control that I have in this moment. The other thing, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's super helpful. The other thing, and I I swear, I haven't had an anxiety attack in 
two months since being on these products, which I used to have anxiety attacks like every single day. So finding this approach has just been like super helpful. Um, I mean, in addition to like everything else I do, like exercise and there's a lot to it, but, um, the Amari products, they are a mental wellness company. So their products are all natural plant-based, no chemicals, no artificial sweeteners. And it's just all plant-based products that can help decrease anxiety and stress and increase your energy and mood. So it's kind of, you know, like instead of taking a medication that was prescribed to you, which if that's what happens, that's totally fine, but it's Mm -hmm. similar, but instead it's all natural plant-based. So you're not having extreme side effects or extreme downs or highs. It's just, it just helps to give you what it is that we're lacking that naturally we should be having. Love that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about since you have found like your triggers, you've also found like a myriad of holistic things that you have tapped into as well as therapy um, in order to kind of turn around the anxiety attacks. So what are the results? Like what have you noticed that you've been able to accomplish and achieve since um, managing your anxiety and also depression? Yeah, so it's so important because I have to say, like, an issue that I had with the first therapist that I saw was immediately in my first session, they offered me to go on anxiety medication. And I have nothing against going on medication. Like, if that's what I need to deal with this, that's fine. But I would like to know that I tried every other natural option there was before resorting to having to go on medication. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So before going on this process of like the mental activities I do in the morning, like I mentioned, the meditation, affirmation, Mm -hmm. visualizations, you know, introducing exercise, bettering my nutrition and now these supplements. I mean, the results are just incredible because before this, like I just didn't have energy. Like I would sleep in so late. I'd be sluggish throughout the day. I couldn't even hold a conversation with people. Like I just wasn't feeling me. And like now like I get up every day and I, I know that I have something that I need to accomplish. And there, I know there's something that I want to do in this world. And like, it's just such a good feeling to every day wake up and not feel like, oh, just another day in limbo, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's, that's really, I think, been like the biggest part for me. I love that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about mindset coaching and about your business. So for people who have never heard of mindset coaching before, how would you describe mindset coaching and its impact on people? So this is something that I think is becoming a lot more popular because as I mentioned earlier, sometimes it's hard for people to find a therapist or people are very resistant to go into therapy. And maybe they don't need a session where they're talking about their feelings all the time. Maybe they need a session where it's just, can we goal set? Can you help me to figure out what this block is that's going on in my mind? And so a lot of people are turning to coaches instead of therapists. And it's fine. You have to figure out on your journey what works for you. I mean, personally, I have both. I have a coach and a therapist combined into one session because it's just, for me, what I need. So mindset coaching really is, is a way of figuring out, like identifying your goals and what's stopping you from achieving those goals. Are you blocking them from a block that you have right now mentally, or is it environmental? Like, what is it that's stopping you? And then finding ways that we can work through it to give you the best opportunity for success. If it's introducing new practices, if it's setting, you know, a list and holding you accountable, it's just a way to have that person to where when we're feeling stuck and we're feeling in those slumps to help you get through it and get to where it is that you want to be. 
It's so funny because mindset was a word that was used a lot last year. And I disregarded mindset. I thought that it was like a buzzword, like something that was super trendy. I'm like, it seems really out there. Like, I don't really know what people are talking about when they say like mindset, like mindset is so important. You should work on your mindset. You should invest in your mindset. So I invested in a mastermind group and they had a mindset session once a month. It was like mindset Mondays with this phenomenal like coach, right? Who I'd never heard of before. And I was like, okay, well, I guess since I'm paying for this, I might as well go to the session, right? Like I'm paying for it. Let me go. And it was some of the most powerful sessions I have ever been in in my life. And I really realized that the things that were stopping me previously a few years ago in my business were all me. Like Mm -hmm. we talked about rejection and we talked about the things that we think about ourselves and the things that we make rejection mean and different things like that. And I really started to realize that in my business, the reason why I wasn't moving forward was because I was stopping myself and I had to get out of my own way in order to level up and receive my next level of success, whatever that was, or next level of development or evolution, whatever that looked like. So I can't tell you how impactful mindset coaching was for me. I did it for maybe like six months and so many incredible things ended up coming out. What do you say about the importance of mindset and how mindset can affect areas of your life, be it business or personal? Well, you know, I think that it's, it's hard because it's like it's the easiest thing that you can do but it's also the hardest thing you can do like the different things that you can do to adjust your mindset they're such easy little changes but it's hard work to make it a habit and get it into your life every day where you feel that change like this is an example that I always use for people just to give them an idea of like the power of mindset so Mm -hmm. think about when it's it's time for you to go to the gym how many times and I still can struggle with this sometimes where I say I have to work out. I have to go to the gym. I have to get my workout in. And we think that that's like a positive affirmation, right? Where we're saying like, I have to get in. I'm going to go get my workout in. Mm -hmm. But subconsciously, it's a chore. Like you're saying, I have to. I have to go to the gym. It's not that you want to. It's not that you get to. You have to do it. So if you simply just change the wording to say, I get to work out today. I get to move my body. I get to feel good. You're practicing gratitude and you're appreciating that practice more. And that's something that can help people if they're struggling in their physical routine to implement it better because that could be something that's very hard. So that's just one small trick that we have to every day change our conversation to have that impact. And that's with everything, business, relationships, like there's so many different ways that we're viewing ourselves the people around us that's not allowing us like you said to level up and to get to that next place that we want to be so once we learn and i'm still learning i think we're all still learning right but once we learn those tricks oh my gosh huge huge changes huge changes yeah, I love that you brought up the gym because I say in my mind, like, I'm allergic to the gym. Like, I hate going. <laughs> I'm always sore afterwards. And, like, I never want to restart because after you stop, like, it's just so hard to get it back going. And I always feel better after I go. But, like, I've been avoiding working out for, like, weeks and weeks and weeks. And I've put on, like, 15 pounds and, like, I really need to work out. And I've been saying that in my mind. Like, I have to go to Planet Fitness. I have to get on the bike. I have to do something about these 15 pounds. And needless to say, nothing has been done because I'm not interested, right? Like, it's like I want the results, but I don't want to do the work. 
Well, and, and that's something that like I try to help a lot of people with too is getting yeah. that physical routine because I know it's so important. Yeah. So a, another big piece of it is like not just the um, I have to, I get to piece, but I think mm-hmm. it's so important to understand like a deep why for why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And that once you find that why of why you want to do this every day, it really does become a lot easier. Like for me, my why is my mental health. I know if I don't work out, I know that I'm just keeping this negative energy inside of me. And so I know I'm not showing up for my job. I'm not showing up for my relationships. I need to take care of me. And I'm not just saying this. Once I found that why of my mental health, I've never been more consistent with my workouts because that why is so strong in driving it and the appreciation of I get to. So I don't know if you found your why, but that's something that helps a lot. <laughs> you know what? I haven't found my why for working out. It has to be deeper than 15 pounds and being able to zip up this dress. Like, that's probably the problem. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to think about that. I love all of the tips and everything that you've given us so far. As we come to a close, like, do you have any final tips or words that you want to leave everyone with? And definitely let us know where we can find you, how we can tap into mindset coaching with you, and anything else that you want us to know. Yeah. So, you know, I think that so many of us think we are stronger. We're more resilient if we can get through this alone and we don't have to ask people for help, but we're really doing such a disservice to ourselves and we're not opening up the opportunities to introduce, you know, the, the new things that could be really helping us in our life. So I would just tell everybody, like, you do not have to be going on this journey alone. Like, find somebody that's going to help you. If it's opening up to a friend or a family member about what you're going through or seeking professional help like a therapist or a coach, you do not have to figure it out on your own, and it's not going to give you a gold star or trophy for doing that. Like, take care of yourself, and it's totally okay to do that. Um, The other thing I would say is, like, you know, if you are looking for an all-natural solution, the Amari products really, really are great. So something that I offer, because I did partner with them after having such great results, was um, I do offer a $10 off promo code and then two free samples of the products that I love to use for anxiety and stress. So if anybody just heads over to my Instagram, which is you got this underscore the journey, they can send me a DM if it's about mindset coaching, if it's about the Amari products, um, I just want to really help people get to the happiest and healthiest state that they could be. Love it. And I'll put those links in the description. So if you didn't get it, don't worry about it. I will have your back in the description. So just check that out. And last, before you go, Shannon, tell everybody about your podcast. Because if everybody's listening to this podcast, it's a good chance they're always looking <laughs> for more shows to listen to. So tell everybody about your show and what they can expect from it. Yep. So my show is called You Got This, The Journey where I originally started just to open up about the mental health struggles that I was facing this past year. But now I'm taking all of my listeners on this journey every week where I open up about the good, the bad, the ugly. I answer questions that come through and just talk about this journey because I'm not the expert, you know, I'm somebody going through this with you. So I'm the friend and accountability partner that you can listen to while I bring on guests who can help us get that motivation and inspiration we need for our business, our physical, our nutrition, our relationships, whatever it may be. It's just the different ways that we can connect and support one another to achieve our goals and get to where it is that we want to be in life. 
I love that. You got this, the journey. Love, love, love that. Okay, so everybody, that will conclude our episode for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that it was helpful for you to hear about anxiety and depression, some of the things that you can do in order to feel better and move through that in order to get to the other side and be able to conquer your dreams and your goals. So we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Hey doula, are you enjoying this week's episode? Are you ready to begin your journey into birth work? If so, then I'm inviting you to check out my free training by texting the word doula to the number 216-616-3269. Again, that's 216-616-3269. This training will support you in identifying the vision you have for your doula career It'll give you the three clear steps you need to take to begin your journey into birth work. And it will also help you avoid the common missteps that can cost you time and money. This training is perfect for anyone who wants to get started as a doula and wants the roadmap for making their dream a reality. By the end of this training, you will have a plan to finally birth your dream of becoming a certified doula. The best part is that this training is absolutely free free 99 okay plus it includes exclusive bonuses that i don't share anywhere else online so go ahead and sign up today by texting the word doula to 216-616-3269 and the link is also in the description of this episode i cannot wait to see you there